Hey, welcome to this uh, second pre-episode for the Tabletop Call-In Show. Jeremy and I, this is Adam, uh, Jeremy and I did a brief test. We wanted to test out the streaming setup and, and make sure everything was working and, and the call-in procedure was working and stuff. So we did that uh, today on March 10th in preparation for our first show on March 14th. That's this coming Sunday uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune in to twitch.tv slash Bell, and you can catch the next show live. It'll sound like this, except uh, with probably an actual intro, so I won't have to record one every week. Um, but we weren't expecting it to be an actual kind of show today. So enjoy, and have a great uh, have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. All right. So we're here. I think the last thing I have to do is don't mind. I like disease. your fisheye lens situation, also. Yeah, I I have two lenses for my camera. One is it's a very wide one, and then like a regular one that this would be too close for. So we're mm-hmm. we're fisheyeing. <laughs> <laughs> I could make it even more fucked up if I wanted. Wait. Wait, I need to log in so I can chat to this cross-coded person. Hello, cross-coded. Wait, is somebody in the chat? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Kingdom Death Monster? Oh, shit. Uh, not quite like Kingdom... I mean, Kingdom Death Monster, more of a board game RPG, but more in the... I mean, the most popular example, as much as it might pain... Jeremy to hear it would be our old friend Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, currently, this, if you're in the chat right now, this is just a test of a stream that we'll be having on Sunday. But hello, welcome, great to see yeah, you. Yeah, hi. Um, oh, the the mean cross coded feels similarly. But so, yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to do technical stuff and respond. Um, no, I'm here. That's what I'm here for, right? We'll talk. That's about why it. I'm co-host. Explain. Hi. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, you don't. Might not like. Hi, hi, cross coded. Uh, my name is Jeremy. This is Adam. You can see our names in the overlay, uh, and we're having a good time setting up. For this, the tabletop call-in show, you can see the name title appear, uh, where we have people call in on hi <laughs> on Sunday nights, and we are going to answer as many tabletop questions as possible to the best of our ability <laughs> and not scream about it. Meanwhile, also being able to talk about tangential things. So great, you know what? Let's let's do a test right now. Cross coded. Do you have a tabletop RPG question? Does tabletop include board games? Yeah, yes, I think so. Game design is game design. Inspiration comes from everywhere. I like board games. I also like board games. And also that big makes... social deduction game kind of person. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's there's the crossover into tabletop <laughs> RPGs. Let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Who else said that they were gonna help? I'm gonna add them. Uh, Mac- message them. Uh, Hydroforge. Uh, Viditia, hello! <laughs> Thanks for being here! <laughs> We're fucking live, everyone! There's no more coffee. I'm live with a technical test, if you're wondering. Okay. 
think John also said. All right, Vidita, if you're out there listening, I want to see if you could call in just from where you are right now. And this would be a mobile test, too, yeah. so this will be good. we got a whole test here. <laughs> just wrong, like you're a viewer, you just stumbled in. Let's see if you can get into this just, chat. Just like cross-coded here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eldritch Horror. I think I think I've heard of that. Hold I've, on. I've played it once. I played I don't know if there's like a newer edition, but I definitely played it in like twenty fifteen. I played Eldritch Horror. I have seen it. I've never um, played it. I've played zero fantasy flight games. Really? Yeah. Before they got bought by Asmodee, Fantasy Flight was kind of my shit. And then not that I'm too cool to buy things that were bought out by a conglomerate, but mm-hmm. When they got bought by Asmodee, they definitely pivoted more towards just all the licenses they had. So they make a lot of Star Wars games, <laughs> which I love X-Wing, but I haven't bought X- anything for X-Wing in years. I would love some... I know you do. You talk about it all the time, Viditya. Uh, as far as a favorite board game goes cross-coded my favorite board game is was a long time it was trail uh, at the hill at the hill house house on the hill haunted house uh betrayal at the house on the hill <laughs> thank you it's been a really long time <laughs> i appreciate you um yeah. and after that i think yeah mostly social deduction games like we just i just played clock blood blood at the clock tower I'm with yeah, that's with this way. Which way is this camera? Is it this way? Do I point right. this way? That's correct. Yeah, I'm on your right, and you're on my perfect. Right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I found it. This this guy. Oh wait, hang on. I gotta cut you off real quick, Jeremy. Um, this might break the entire thing, <laughs> but uh, shit. I forget the code. I'm I have I'm trying to get the the Twitch bot to mm-hmm. play. I got to I got to find the documentation. Just a second. What's the code? What do I got to say? Commands list, audio, Twitch listen. Got it. Twitch listen. We're figuring out. I'm here to chat um, with all of both of you. All both of you. Cool, perfect. All right, it's working now, and you're back. Your video is still on screen because of our friend unregistered hypercam. <laughs> perfect. Where am I from? Uh, I live in the Cleveland area, greater Cleveland area in Ohio. Uh, and you should definitely eat pizza because mm. I love toppings. You can put toppings on pasta, though. Okay. So oh, we're not going to work as co-hosts now. <laughs> I like pizza. Like, don't get me wrong. Good if I, call. If I cross-coded on the notifications. Let's turn off all these sounds. <laughs> Mute my ass. 
Oh, oh. should we curse on here? I don't know if Kurt is. Yeah, I, who gives a shit? Myself? It's our show. Oh, excellent, perfect. I'm, I'm worried that pe- the people that are helping us test have not. They're not following step two in the <laughs> call-in process, which feels like. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, they're typing that they're calling in, but they're not entering the waiting room. Oh, they don't see the waiting room. Got it. Okay. Oh, it's because they didn't. It's because they didn't acknowledge that they read anything. Once you've read the process, react to the post with the microphone to get access to the queue. Here he is. Okay, we've got somebody. All right. So now they're in the waiting room. And Vedita was first in the queue, so I'm going to, Jeremy, for your reference, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to click the wave so I know that we've handled that person. And then I'm going to drag Vedita in, who should be able to hear us now. Um, Hello. Hello, Vedita. Welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in to the Tabletop Call-In Show. Many time caller. I'm a big fan. Thank <laughs> you. Who's, who's calling in today? Could you announce yourself and uh, give your pronouns for us? Yeah, hi. I'm Viditia Valetti. I use he, him pronouns. Uh, that's me. Calling in from my phone on my bed. Awesome. That's great stuff. Um, what's up? What are you calling in about? Yeah, do you have a question for us? Oh, right. <laughs> uh yeah, you know, I was really curious. Um this is a this is a topic that's very close to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um but, uh what's your favorite dye to put in your mouth? My favorite <laughs> dye to put in my mouth. Let's think. Um Which dye has the best mouth feel to you? I'm going to say I bet a D12 is nice in there. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's got enough, like, roundness to it, but enough flat faces that, like, there's enough variety. Mm-hmm. And then the numbers will be big enough for you to, like, feel the divots. Are you... Yeah. yeah. Jeremy, are you testing? <laughs> I don't have an answer, but I don't want to do this wrong, so give me a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> wait, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm going to have to wash these dice. I like how you have to wash them after you start putting them in your mouth, not before. Yeah, you should. It's only been my hand. And your table. Um. <laughs> oh, holy shit. No, I roll in this box all the time. Uh, my answer is the D10. I like the D10 the most. Oh, I could see that. That's interesting. It's a good variety on the D10, right? Yeah. It's very smooth. Like, I know what you said about the D12, and I agree with everything you said about the D12. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I should look this way. I agree with everything you said about the D12, but there's just something <laughs> about like having those two points that really uh, adjust the texture of the whole thing. I'm going to have to move my mic over here also if I'm going to talk in that direction. I was going to say, yeah, your mic suddenly dropped. <laughs> TLDR, uh-huh. D10 good. Wow. Yeah, y'all, y'all got some really good insights on mouthfeel. 
Thank you. Um, thank you, Viditya. And I, I appreciate the diversity because I, I have my own favorite. Um, is it the, oh, I think. What, what is it? Yeah, go ahead. I think I know <laughs> it. Be, I, I'm worried about it. <laughs> no, actually, I would say, like, if I had to choose one, mm-hmm. they, they all have different mouthfeels for different reasons. And, I, and there's, there's pros and cons for each. I'm surprised, Jeremy, that you like the D10. It's probably one of my least favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot, like, the, it feels kind of lopsided in my to me, the D12 is is kind of the best die to put in your mouth for for a lot of the reasons that Adam oh, mentioned. Damn, I'm good at intuition. Yeah, I was worried good. you were gonna say D4 because that's the <laughs> wrong answer. The D4, as much as I have turned around on it and mm. like genuinely enjoyed the D4, it has abysmal mouthfeel. That shit does not want to stay in your mouth. It <laughs> feels like it would be cutting your gums. Like no matter what's happening. The D4 is going to yeah. cut, cut into some gum somewhere. Yeah, it's going to be awful. So you're <laughs> saying that the D4 is the cap and crunch of dice. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'm here for food analogies. Oh, shit. Did you, did you ask me if I promised something? I'll promise anything. Oh no! I said, do you have problems eating Captain Crunch? Captain Crunch, no, is a that is a hearty. Hard as a rock. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't. I never walk away from a bowl of Captain Crunch without like mouth sores. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. Do you know how long I... you have to wait for that shit to fucking soften in the milk? Get me out of here. Oh no, I like it. I like. It. I like getting my mouth all torn up. I have learned a lot about you in one sentence. <laughs> shit wait how do we transition callers what's yeah hey uh it's been great talking to you but we've got a lot of callers in the queue to get through um so many so do you have anything to plug before you go oh yeah um if you're also curious about uh you know uh, putting dice in your mouth uh you should go and check out my podcast Mm -hmm. uh, dice corner where can you even Uh, find that i'm gonna Oh shit, we should totally collect links for people when they promo. We can put it in the Twitch stream chat. It's on on Spotify. You can can Google the Dice Corner and it should come up. Um, B I D I T Y A Dice Corner. Uh, Or at anchor.fm slash Viditia dash Valetti. that's where you can find a, it. I wish there's. I had. I wish I had a place that's much easier to find. But it, it is on all podcasting uh, oh, wow. platforms. Here it is. I've hit subscribe. Thank you. I've been subscribed for a long time, so. I I've heard about the show. I just didn't know how to get to it. So if it if it matters, type I... your name into my podcast app, and there it is. If it matters, my Apple Podcast only shows two total episodes uh-huh. for the variety show. Same. Oh, uh, that that's all there is. I need to oh. <laughs> it starts I need on to ep- get starts on episode three, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it starts on episode it's a, I thought that would be really hilarious. I'm like, oh, I start on episode three, like, you know, you're you're already like you're past the doldrums of the first two episodes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, instead it's maybe just confusing. <laughs> not a good thing. <laughs> well, people are like, wait, where are one of two? And then they search the internet for like hours. 
Yeah, they find my stuff. They go. Yeah, oh, exactly, man. exactly. Mm-hmm. See, it's a strategy. It's a marketing strategy. I hope someone's taking notes. Yeah, yeah. It's well, not. Thank me. you. Well, yeah, it's been great. Thank you. Have a yeah. have a great rest of your day. Have a great have a great day. Do I leave or do you kick me? Uh, you, it's easier <laughs> if you leave, but I can kick you if if you. If All miss. right. You should kick me. It's more powerful. <laughs> Done. Rest in peace. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> this that was right. good. That was good. Who's next? Yeah, that was good. So then I imagine we do like a little decompression for ourselves. We we talk about it. If there was anything it left to say, and then yeah, we uh, let's see. Looks like we've got Discord user Hydroforge mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. now. Hey, thanks for. Calling into the tabletop calling show. Uh, who are we talking to? Whoa. Hello. Uh, this is... Oh, shit. <laughs> you got the I'm getting the double feedback from Twitch and from Discord. So. <laughs> no. Yeah, this is Max Pfeffer, a big fan of the show. Been watching since day one. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, minute one. Minute one, yep. <laughs> You know, and I thought with uh, Resident Shitposter Vidigia, I thought I'd do like a serious question to okay. to test out your the serious um, questions mechanics of your show. Mm. This is a very um, serious show as well. Oh, it's yeah, very yeah. serious. Very, very serious. You got to get your professional advice. And um, fuck, I already forgot my question. Good. <laughs> good. Pressure is on. I know. And that was a good one, too. This is when we turn uh, the table and ask you a question. Oh, no. Whoa, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> no one did. I, w- I was ready to come in with, like, car talk shit. Like, like my game. Oh, I remember my question now. Because it was related to, like, how do you fix a car? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have a game you're working on. I have this, like, Ford 94, like, B.O.B. game. Um, but it's just not fun. Like, I think the mechanics are cool and like all the intangible or the tangible things about the game are cool, but it's just not fun. Like, do you guys have suggestions on like how to work on games so it's fun, if that makes sense? Like, you think it would make, you think it would be fun, but it just. So what about it is not fun for you? I guess would be where, where to start would be to try to identify one you should one trying to have something in your mind that like would make something fun and like what what your your broad idea what is fun about your broad idea and then how is your design currently falling short of that and like what what mechanics specifically are not like if if your goal is to make a fun game which like not all games have to be fun but if if your goal right. is for everything to be fun like look at each of the pieces of it and like ask oh what is this doing to to add to the fun so like pick a mechanic and tell me what it's doing to add to the fun if anything yeah um so i think where i'm at like i have the cool mechanic and i feel like i don't know how to like build out the rest of the game like because usually games are focused on like one you have one core mechanic that you're like yes this is like cool i want to center the game around it but then it feels empty outside of that Mm-hmm. So it sounds like your recommendation would be on figuring out how to tie other aspects of a game into that mechanic. 
to make it feel more satisfying. Yeah, yeah. So if you've got like a core mechanic, can I ask what it like? What is the core mechanic? Uh, the if, core if, mechanic if you, if you is. Want to share, of course. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go for it. There, there's no secrets in this industry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's playing with strings. Okay. So Already a good. lot of game, uh, a lot of games will like use strings to like connect ideas, like full on like serial killer stuff of like creating your mind map, um, and using those strings to like have nonverbal communication with players. And that's what I want to play around with is you may have some verbal story you're playing with, but then you have these strings, which are a different communication method. Okay. That's cool. And so you're saying you, you tried that and it didn't feel, it didn't feel good or just that there's not enough other stuff happening. It it felt like there wasn't enough other stuff happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just felt kind of stuck in the game design because like I had the cool idea and then I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately the cool idea often is the easy part. Yeah. <laughs> Which feels like it should be the hard part, but then it's, it's taking the cool idea from that point and, and making it feel good. And that's game design. That's hard shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, the, the biggest thing would be probably if you've, heard the concept of play storming that's something that i was talking about with some <laughs> only elites previously. use it yeah uh so the idea of, a, of, of what a play storm would be would be you would get together with some friends whether they be just people that play games with you or uh often getting together with other designers is helpful and just be like hey this game doesn't work in its current form but like let's play it and then do whatever you think like would if, if there's something that you want to do that the game isn't letting you do it, just do it and then we'll adjust the game like live at, at the table. Um, and so if you, you come with this idea of the string mechanic and just, you know, Jeremy, you got anything? I'm, I'm running out of steam. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, feel free to mid, kick the can. Mid-sentence. <laughs> no, uh, my... Like, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, like, you start from the basis of, like, this sucks. I know it sucks, uh, but, like, let's try and have fun with it. Right. And, mm-hmm. like, figure out where it can go. Like, I love that. Yeah. Uh, as long as you set that expectation at the beginning, because sometimes play testing can be a stressful thing if you're like, hey, we're going to see if this is good. Uh, <laughs> and then the people are playing and probably having a decent time because role-playing is just fun even if the game sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you're sitting there just sweating because nothing's working the way you wanted it to. <laughs> but if you come out front and say, "Hey, yeah, this isn't going to be great, but let's do it," that feels that feels good. My uh, my answer to the question was a little bit. I, Adam, I loved your answer. Okay. It's very like it's intuitive towards funning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my answer is a little bit more organizational structural because I've not had the opportunity to ever play storm and I'm also working on my first game. So, uh, this, so I think more about like the process and like the fun and not fun parts about it and, uh, how you liquidate that energy. So this comes from, uh, an adventure prep 
GMing book called Never Be Un- Never Unprepared uh, by is it Robin Law? No, it's not by Robin Law. I'll figure it out in a minute. But basically, it breaks uh, adventure prep, game prep for you know like your traditional campaign long game into five steps: brainstorming, uh, conceptualization, documentation, review, and a second one that I can't remember. And basically, when I do my writing, I actually break it down into two things. So the fun bits of designing is the brainstorming and the conceptualization is like, oh, I have this idea for to put fire elements, fire elementals in my game. And then you conceptualize like, how can I subvert them? Like that, that feels fun, like coming up with that stuff. But when you hit that, at some point you have to write it out and that's like the documentation of it. So I think for me, the answer to that question is how do you put like sort of the fun moments back into designing the game in addition to playstorming? I think playstorming is uh, very valuable from an outside perspective. I've never done it, so I can't say here's that my, I've executed here's on Here's my it. secret. I've never done it either. <laughs> yes, you have! Wow. Phil betrayed us a little bit. Give me advice you haven't even used. <laughs> Literally not true. Uh, well, they, but the, the Grass McNeil stream wasn't a play storm. That, that game, the rules are still the same as they were then. I think Tony added the one rule. Which I guess makes you know it, it works. I'm, I'm looking at you <laughs> over here. But the point is, is that so the brainstorming conceptualization point is fun, and you write that down somewhere in your document or whatever have you, and you like can leave it for another day. And when you don't have like the fun energy to think up or conceptualize or brainstorm, you have something that you set aside in your document that you can document on, right? So you can go back to that question and be like. Oh shit! Uh, I can't really think of anything today, but I did remember that I want to put fire elementals in here. So now you can like you have some sort of connective road to be like I don't know, look up fire elemental mood board pictures, or you know, <laughs> learn about fire science or whatever, right? So um, I think that for me, it's about delineating the process and figuring out like when you don't have fun energy within you to design something, mm. going back to something you need to reiterate on and doing that because it shouldn't it shouldn't take that much mental energy to have something to parse from i guess is what i'm saying the cognitive load is different yeah awesome well thanks for the question or thanks for answering the question i'm not the host thanks for the question (laughs) you know i I forgot to answer the most important question uh and that is i agree that the 12 is the best has the best mouthfeel of any dice because of the faces that you got nice big faces there's a lot to play around with in there and it's not super point so th- thank you for posing the question to the audience <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks for uh calling in i think if there's nothing else we will probably head towards wrapping up the show it doesn't look like there's any other callers hopping into the queue um yeah. Appreciate it. Have a great, uh, have a great day, Max. <laughs> yeah, do you want me to kick you? I can kick you if you need to. I know. Oh, yeah, kick me, please. Power like that. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> we, love, we have like a full functioning episode happening here. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's be technical day. That's a good sign, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we could just hop right into it on accident. <laughs> <laughs>
We have five viewers. Who's our did cross coded come back? I don't know who's in there. I don't like. I don't know who's viewing us. Say hello in the (laughs) (laughs) Who's looking at me? Uh, Cool. Well, all right, uh, everybody. Oh, cross coded followed. That's great. Cross coded will be here on Sunday, hopefully. Awesome. What a person. Just hop into the stream that says testing <laughs> and immediately hey. start asking in the, in the chat. That's good. Wants to be on the ground floor, dude. I'm here for I it. followed. Hmm? I followed. Is are you? Is that you, Shuckle? Yeah, I'm Shuckle. Okay. You don't good fuck old Shuckle. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's going to be it for today's mini show. Uh, the future that I feel like that was pretty good to get a, a feel on how long things will go, how many calls we might get through. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When did we start this at 12? Let's see. Yeah. When did they, when did, let's head to grand What's some minor five minute troubleshooting? Yeah. People started hopping in at a little before 12. So it's 20 minutes, two calls. We'll probably get through like five calls <laughs> per mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so definitely something about like decompressing to get the other guests like geared up, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think there's something about um whatever I want to say. Like uh in this testing instance, you know, Max is ready to come on right after Viditia cuz you know, they knew what this was about. Uh-huh. But in a normal circumstance, we might say like, "Hey, our next caller is going to be x but before that you know what did you think about that last question adam you know getting that yeah. person starting to think about one one problem is the bot that was supposed to be playing the stream audio mm-hmm. into the voice channel left as soon as i left it doesn't it doesn't want to be in there alone <laughs> <laughs> so oh it looks like we got another caller actually a last minute caller i think we can last minute we can swing one more here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, do it. So, man, if you're listening in the chat, I'm about to bring you in. But if you're not, you're just going to get brought in. <laughs> Thank you for calling the Tabletop Calling Show. Who is talking tonight? Hey, uh, this is Matt Fennell. Can you guys hear me? We sure can. Yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Good. Good. Thanks for asking. I'm good. Uh, I am sitting in the parking lot at McDonald's in uh, <laughs> Union, South Carolina. Uh, eating a subway sandwich um wow real, real cross promotion there yeah you know hashtag me I love McDonald's sponsor us hashtag mcdonald sponsor us i think i'm gonna need a shamrock shake before i drive back to the office but uh Amazing. that that is uh that is not why i called in <laughs> but i but i thought your listeners would like to know yeah it's good Absolutely. to get a feel for what's going on in the caller's life it shows our demographic You've got to get like a vibe check on Subway the room. Eaters. The room being uh, this uh, rented Hyundai Elantra that I have just destroyed. Uh-huh. Um, so... Good. <laughs> Great. All right. What were we talking about? Tabletop games? I mean, any, anything, anything yeah. you want to bring up. <laughs> yeah. I, um, the conceit is yeah. that it's tabletop related, but like, you know, I'm not going to stop you from anything i'm not gonna stop you from doing anything clearly clearly (laughs) um okay i i did i did have a question i was proud of it i sat here and thought about it um i i think what got me started thinking about this was uh will yopes and adam vass talking about uh big rubble 
on yesterday's episode of, of the Brain Trust podcast. Um, do you all have any, like, um, my first thought is any, any, like, books or things from the old trad space that are, for whatever reason, just, like, a siren song calling out to you <laughs> that you know you would hate, but just, like, for whatever reason, it's like, ah. Oh. This is a great question. Ooh, yeah. This is a great question. It's a question that I don't have an answer for. I have a potential answer. Okay, good. And it may shock the world, but uh, the answer is D&D 5e. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, hang on a minute. <laughs> Here we go. I thought we uh, were asking so, about old stuff. That's as old as it gets for me. Do you know that I'm a baby? Listen. <laughs> I mean, me too. Uh, it, he, me too. Listen, D&D is uh, an old rhyme in time, and the game doesn't change that much. The only different version as far as i'm aware is like the 3.5 slash 4e situation i guess osr listen i don't know dick about dick okay so here we go for me you know as much as i sometimes dunk on dnd 5e the one thing that will always hold a special place in my heart about it is one it was the first game that i really connected with some some friends about that that keeps that circle tight and the second thing is that I do love tactical combat and is the only game that I've ever played that has sort of that tactical combat feel, at least at current date. So uh, probably check out 4E, honestly, if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> listen, I love the powers. I'm trying to make the anime fighting game happen. Mm. Uh, but the, uh, as, as far as it for me is, is that, you know, I love the concept of, I don't like how tiny the tactical, you know, five five feet by five feet every turn, figuring out exactly the distance I need for a fireball. I like things a little bit more uh, area of effecty, so like tile built things. There's a great game uh, being made by Andreas Walters of Metal Weave Games called Drifter RPG, which is a direct uh, distillation of Hyperlight Drifter into tabletop form. Okay. And uh, they use a tile system that is tactical in nature. So it's like you can have it, it's it's uh, like based on zones, I believe, from fate. If that's if that's correct, that may not be correct. It's it's based on like a zones concept from another game. Uh, and yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's the perfect delineation for what I like about tactical games. And it's something I have plugged into my own work in progress. That sounds cool. Yeah. I, uh, I struggle with distances just in general. I'm not, mm. I'm not good at that. So it, it, it gets tricky when I'm trying to figure out, okay, how, how far does mm. my, my, my Eldritch Blast go and stuff like that. The only time, so. the only time I ever enjoyed distances in 5e was when my DM at the time had, he just had these sticks that were delineated the length of like the grid. Mm-hmm. And so instead of trying oh. to figure out the grid itself, you just grabbed the stick and just like mm. over. That was nice. That sounds good. That's that like does board sound game good. Energy. Yeah. yeah, huge board game. I like energy. That. Yeah, it's like it was yeah. like the rulers. If you've ever played the Star Wars X-wing miniature game, like the mm-hmm. range ruler Ooh. in that, uh, but five five feet, five game feet, <laughs> five game feet. <laughs> and so yeah, we just didn't have stick. any didn't have any grids. He he just had a bunch of like terrain that he liked to build and would just dump on the table it was good shit 
that sounds that's fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I commiserate with what what you said there, Matt. About like for me, as well as this is like I've read, I haven't played, but I've read like Numenera and um, mm. oh shit, Thirteenth Age, and how they use like near, mm. far, close, and all that stuff, and like someone's close is different to someone else's close. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's just one of those things where it can get really fiddly, and then it turns into that, that like position and effect conversation that you have in Blades in the Dark, where you have to like reiterate or revise your statement three or four times before everyone's happy at the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because with with systems like that, you are stuck—not stuck, but like you're keeping track of a lot of information. Because like each character's relationship to spatial relationship to each other character, whether that's player characters or like things you're fighting, you're you're trying to remember each one of those. So like I'm near to you, but Matt is you know a sniper, and so Matt is far from me. But there's somebody sneaking up to stab Matt, and so they're and the closest door close. is extreme distance from me. So. <laughs> It, it, it's tricky when you've got a table. It's hard when you're doing it online, and it's impossible when you try to do it like the way that I did when I was a GM, which was theater of the mind. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I. Hell yeah. Usually, so. yeah. yeah, yeah. I like boards. I like tactical boards for sure. I think it helps solve a lot of cognitive load problems for people. I use. Have either of you played that skirmish game? Um, the like, what is it? Wallet light. War game, I think is what it's called, that uses the chessboard. No, but that sounds no. cool. Yeah, it. Um, I haven't read it yet. I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember the author, but. Um, Fuck me! Do a, I fucking put a chessboard in my game? I'm mad yeah, at you. Yeah, it's a chessboard, <laughs> and it's. I mean, I think you use. I think all of the units are dice, um, and it's like the you. The face represents either their. I'm just completely going off of what I've seen other people talk about this game. So I, I could be just imagining something different, but it's, yeah, it's, I mean, you're moving around the chessboard and it's like, Hey, just like get some Legos and stuff and put them on the chessboard. And like, that's terrain and things. And like, I really like that idea. Yeah. That, that sounds pretty great. Good. Yeah. Skirmish. And that just gets you into, I love like Final Fantasy Tactics um, and people mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. Fire Emblem and stuff. And people will be like, Oh, you know, it's just like kind of more complicated chess. And, like, this just feels like it's really leaning into that and would be great for doing something like that. Fuck! Oh, I'm so mad! I had a whole tile system worked out, and now I'm going to have to do this. <laughs> I'm pissed. I literally wrote it down, chessboard, question mark. Hey, if it works. I'm going to make it work. I would love to create units that basically copied, like, you could copy-paste the same movements in chess. Like, this thing can only move diagonally. This thing can only move like a knight. I think you're onto something there. No, that's exactly what I'm saying, dude. (laughs) Chess plus. I'm going to throw up. And then you can do, like, abilities do that kind of stuff, too. So, like, I can't can't move there, but my little fireball can move like a knight. That's what I'm saying! Dude, you are... Picking me up right now and twirling <laughs> me around. Okay, okay, okay. Leveling up, right? You add a different move. You're like, okay, now I can move like a bishop and like a knight. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm, I'm level 15 or whatever. I'm all coming in strong with the ideas here. <laughs> Whew. All right. Oh. Cool. Is there anything all else right, you wanted gonna... to shout about here? 
Right. No, I, I, I don't think so. I'm trying to figure out tic-tac-toe. I'll call in at some point when I figure that out. <laughs> yeah, that um, sounds great. <laughs> I might watch War Games this weekend. Maybe that's the thing to do. Ooh. Uh, when was the last time anyone on this show has watched War Games? I don't, I don't know. I don't even is. know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Matthew Broderick film with the computer? Thermonuclear War? My strength is anime. War oh, Games film series. Matthew Hacker, not Matthew Hacker. Matthew Broderick is a hacker in the 1980s. My he God. like dials in on a bulletin board to what he thinks is a video game development company, but is actually the military. <gasps> and downloads a bunch of games that are training programs for a war computer. And he's like, thermonuclear war? That sounds pretty cool. I have um, seen the trailer for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the computer is like, oh, shoot, it's time for thermonuclear war. And everyone's like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> um, oh, and shit. And it's like a bad I... techno thriller for like an hour. There's a doctor who has like a remote controlled dinosaur. Um, and then tic-tac-toe is involved in the climax. So, All right. And then there's a sequel. There's a sequel um, where the gov- it's really bad. It was like a made-for-TV sequel, I think, where the government makes a, um, a first-person shooter or something that is, that, that is designed to catch terrorists, where like the idea is, oh, if you're too good at this game, obviously you're a terrorist. Um, and God, what a fucking a miserable premise. It's so <laughs> terrible. Um, there's I a mean... kid who's really, really good at the game, and then the government's trying to hunt him down. Um, Although... I don't remember anything else. I retract that. The the thesis that gamers are terrorists <laughs> is a great one to start your movie on. <laughs> the system was named Ripley, and I hate that I can remember that, but I can't remember my mom oh, and my God. brother's birthdays. Yeah, that's fair. You know, so. you can't pick what gets stored in the little folds of your brain. It just goes <laughs> in there sometimes. So, uh, I think with that, I'm going to log off and finish eating my sandwich, but uh, hey... Good to hear from both of you. Good luck with this. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for letting me call in. Yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll be back for real on Sunday. Yeah, tune back Sweet. in. I will. All right, bye. See ya. Bye. Oh, I didn't get to kick. I didn't get to kick Matt. Matt made the power move. <laughs> All right. Well, great. We got to five viewers on a test, so that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's more than two, which would be us. Thank um... you, Petitia. <laughs> Wow, good job. Hey, we celebrate <laughs> progress here. Um, yeah, I think that, that, that'll that do it for today's test episode of the Tabletop Colin Show. This feels like it's going to be pretty fun. <laughs> get some uh, harmonicas in the chat. And if you don't know how to get a harmonica in the chat, go scratch. Go, go, I can't speak. No, go subscribe good. to Vidita's uh, Twitch channel where, you know, there's some good stuff on there sometimes. Whenever there's stuff on there, it's good. That's the thing. Ring that bell. Hit that uh, notification. Like, we have eight viewers. Where are they coming from? Yeah, you're going to want to go ahead and hit subscribe. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Tabletop Colin. Follow us individually at the things that are under our faces. Um, I've I've been, well, you're, you just pointed at mine, which thank, thank yes, you. Yes, I, okay. I did mine, then yours. Got it. Understood. I thought you were looking for yours. Nope. Yeah, I've. Right, good. I'm like watching the stream and it's like 10 seconds delayed. <laughs> um, I've been Adam Bell. You can find me, like I said, on Twitter at Adam E. Bell. You can find any games that I make at adamebell.games. Um, you can find my Twitch right here where we'll be doing this show You're <laughs> on, on it. Sundays. Uh, Jeremy, who have you been? 
<laughs> I I've been <clears throat> I've been Viditia Valetti uh, and, oh. I, uh, and I've been on the Guys podcast in the most recent episode. <laughs> uh, I have a part two coming out very shortly. No, I've been Jeremy Gage. I am the host of the Draw Your Dice podcast. Please come check it out. We talk with game designers about their principles and philosophies to inspire your creations in the tabletop game space and other inspiration. So uh, listen to me every Monday. Cool. All right. That's it. That's the show. That's the fake show. That's the technical test. <laughs> I'm going to fade to the break screen where there would be music and then I'm going to mute myself so nobody can hear me.